There is a dark cloud that looms over the streets of Superjumpnia. Creatures of the night hidden from you and I lurk behind every corner, in the shadow of every alley, in the hearts of our neighbors just waiting for an opportunity to strike. The cloud up above usually keeps these demons at bay, but once a year, for just a moment, the full moon shines bright through the star cover and the demons are freed. For just a moment each year, the righteous feel the need to hide from those they trust for just a moment each year. There is no sanity, there are no costumes, there are only monsters. For just a moment each year, the very landscape of hell itself filters into the world we share and daily take for granted. For just a moment each year, we enter the mid-jump spoop zone. <laughs> For this year's entry into the Spoop Zone, I've asked three Super Jump podcast listeners for stories of when they were frightened by a video game. Our first story comes from Tony Duck. It's entitled, Animal Crossing for GameCube is my biggest irrational fear in a video game ever. Apt title, Tony. Apt title. Back when I owned Animal Crossing, it was one of those games I played every day for like a year, straight. Some days, I played for hours, and other days for just 15 minutes. It's a game I always came back to. Anyway, Tom Nook had raffles in the game, where you could win prizes every few months. I saved up every raffle ticket I could get, and on the day of the raffle, I saw something amazing. Excitebike. They had one of the fabled NES games that was included within Animal Crossing. I already had a few already, including Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr. Math, and Balloon Fight, but I needed another game in my virtual NES library. So I tried my luck at the lottery and... I won jack shit besides an Apple TV. I was furious. Even more furious. This is some rigged shit here. I couldn't believe I didn't win Excitebike. Unable to accept what happened, I hit the reset button on my black GameCube. I restarted the game, and I was going to try to win the raffle again and get my Excitebike. However, I soon discovered something horrifying when I walked out of my house. I saw a horrific monster pop up. His name was Mr. Rossetti. He spoke to me, going on and on about something, when he said, Hey, you, my friend, reset your game, didn't you? Huh? Maybe on accident, maybe on purpose, but you pressed it. Or maybe you didn't, huh? Maybe you just went and turned the power off without saving. Sound familiar? I was terrified as this rant went on. Did I do something wrong? Did I break my GameCube or something? Alright, you listen and you listen good, because I got real angry when I gotta repeat stuff I gotta say. Resetting, it's like pressing an emergency call button. You press it, I gotta come read you the riot act, see? He went on and on. I blocked the rest out of my memory, but Mr. Rossetti, he kept going on and on. If I'm being truthful here, I gotta tell you, I've been told I got what you call an acid tongue. I sorta scare people. Hey, that's who I am. Nothing I can do about it. What am I supposed to be? Sorry for being me? After his speech was done, I was left speechless. I went back to Tom Nook's raffle, and I still didn't win Excitebike. 
I accepted the loss, and I knew not to mess with Mr. Rossetti. I told my parents about it, and they didn't know what the fuck I was on about. Many years later. In 2008, Super Smash Bros. Brawl came out, and Mr. Rossetti was an assist trophy. Being older at the time, I laughed about my fear of resetting in Animal Crossing, but when it first happened back in 2002, it was no joke. Thank you, Tony Duck. Brilliant story. The second spoopy story to propel us far into the spoop zone is from Milo. It's about his experiences with the game Diablo. When my brothers and I were young, we had the Game Sampler 2 for Windows 95 CD. It had tons of demos for fantastic games, and we would play several of them many times over. One demo on there was for Diablo 1, and I loved the mood and atmosphere of the game. The demo was restricted to the first few floors of the dungeon, ending with the first boss of the game, The Butcher. He always terrified us. He was fast, very powerful, and lived in a dark room full of corpses he'd hung on hooks. The worst part was that he stayed in his little room by default. You, the player, have to manually open his door yourself, at which point you get jumped and mercilessly slaughtered. Now, he's probably not that bad a boss, but we didn't have the skill or patience to play the game properly, level up and gear up, or use strategic movement to fight him. So to us, he was an unstoppable force, covered in blood and proclaiming, Ah, fresh meat. The tension of standing in front of his door and our hearts leaping into our throats as we unleashed him upon our unprepared selves sticks with me as a powerful moment in video games. We did eventually learn that with quick movement, we could trap him behind a grating if the generated dungeon layout allowed and pick him out with arrows until we accidentally clicked the door to that chamber, of course, and his speed and ferocity terrified us anew. Thank you, Milo. Chilling. Our third and final spoopy story of the night comes from Super Jump podcast listener, Bob? One night, when I wasn't supposed to be awake playing video games, I was playing the spooky section in Conker's Bad Fur Day in which Conker acquires a shotgun from Greg, the Grim Reaper. Holding this weapon, Conker soon walks into a spooky graveyard with some rather comical names on the tombstones. The atmosphere in this graveyard is downright chilling, the sounds of laughing children and other spooky sounds echoing softly throughout. However, one doesn't focus on these things during the first time playing. You would rather focus on the barrage of hideous, disgusting squirrel zombies that are shuffling toward you. Naturally, I assumed these zombies would move slowly, but they began to growl and snarl, racing toward me. I was pretty good at fending them off, despite the fact that it took an extremely precise headshot to take them out. I walked up to the gate to progress further, shotgun put away, one piece of my chocolate health remaining. The sound was on pretty low, and I almost was falling asleep but I heard a single growl and tensed. I was sure I had killed them all. I readied my gun, retracing my steps. Suddenly, from behind a tombstone, the last zombie rushed out, growling suddenly. I screamed, having no time to properly shoot him, so he took me down, and I watched in horror as the undead nightmare continued to eat away at me. I turned off my Nintendo 64, hearing the same sounds that the game had graciously invaded my ears with 
trying to fall asleep. Needless to say, I had a nightmare that night, and that's something that's never happened before or since. Wow. Amazing stuff, Bob. I'm mostly just amazed that you have only had one nightmare in your life, but other than that, wow. Amazing stuff. Hey everyone, um, this was super fun, just uh, reading stories from people in the audience, uh, people in the Super Jump community. This is something I want to do a lot more, not read stories specifically, but get involved with the people listening to the show. Um, as always, if you have anything you want to write into the show about, uh, share your opinion on anything, anything at all, you can do so at podcast at superjump.online. That's podcast at superjump.online. Um, thank you for listening. The music in this episode was from Grab by the Ghoulies, Breath of the Wild, uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Banjo-Kazooie, and Conker's Bad Fur Day. Um, so if you liked any of the songs you heard in the background that's where they're from um again the people that submitted stories were tony duck milo and bob super jump podcast listeners so thanks again for listening uh happy halloween everyone and next week we'll be back with a regular scheduled episode of the super jump podcast i believe it's episode eight and it will be about super mario odyssey so get ready for that we'll see you next time 